You know what I'm saying? You should go to thingsaboutthings.com slash watch and realize we're on YouTube. So you've been if you've been on Amazon Music, Spotify, iTunes, all those, stay on those, like and subscribe, hook a brother up. You can just click like, boom, do that now. Click subscribe, if the plus symbol, whatever it is. Find us on YouTube, like and subscribe. Thumbs it up, subscribes it up, comment it up, say good things, like and subscribe. Comment, say things, five star it, all those things. I don't even know if it does anything, but they tell me that I'm supposed to say those things, so I'm saying those things. They tell me I'm spo- that it's going to help something, don't know. Let's find out. Hook a brother up. Also, patreon.com slash things about things. Just give like a dollar a month. You can be a big dog, deep pocket, like some of you. You're giving five a month. You're like, you know what? I got five on that. Things about things. It's really good. Patreon.com slash things about things. Because of the supporters of things about things, that's why we could transition to video, why the studio exists, uh, how the studio exists. We got we got lights, we got microphones, we got cameras, and uh, it's because there are people who are like, you know what? Things about things is really good, and I'm going to give a dollar a month towards something that I think is really good, that I enjoy, that I've been listening to for a few years, that uh, that sometimes is about a topic that I really like and sometimes isn't, but either way, it's really good. Uh, it's simplifying concept without sacrificing depth. It's also just kicking it with friends, and you learn some random little thing. And it's also uh, seriously meta-conversationalist sometimes. And it's seriously some renaissance stuff going on here. Things about things, it's really good. Go to patreon.com slash things about things. Hook a brother up. Give a buck a month. And as always, you can go to thingsaboutthings.com. March 24th. March 24th, downtown Boone. I'm trying stand-up comedy in da- in the town I live in. I've been scary, doing it out, scary, of, uh, going to open mics out mm. of town and doing stuff. But this is at Wildwood Community Market. Nice. Friday, March twenty fourth, nine p.m. Ticketed. Like I'm trying to, you know. Yeah. So yeah. If it's five bucks, right? So if you if you're the, you can go to thingsaboutthings.com/slash/comedy. Thingsaboutthings.com/slash/comedy. So I got, um, all right, I was not going to bring St. Patrick's themed meal, like the, okay. like corned beef and stuff like that, just I for our podcast. Beef, but yeah. I'm about to make tomorrow some Rubens though. But anyway, mm. uh, I was like, oh, I'll get some green stuff. I couldn't find the green stuff. My first thing I thought of was vegetables. I told you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like asparagus. I'm like, asparagus. I'm not bringing asparagus to the podcast. So I got green stuff. This fish, the rainbow, features a green one. M&M's not only features green, I mean, not only has green, features green, supporting women, flipping the status quo. But you know, there was some mm-hmm. of that controversy about the green M&M. Do you know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, she's not very sexy. So that, she's wearing flats. Yeah, so what's, what's that was the controversial flats? there. But Junior Mints 
while they're not green necessarily, uh, mint is green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pistachios are sort of green. Their branding is, at least their branding is very green. And you really did a doozy on this box. I know, dude. We'll get it. We'll get it. I didn't do a doozy. It just, the box is a doozy. Oh, okay. It was not your doing. Doozy. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try the other side. But, uh, all right. So St. Patrick's Day. I grew up with absolutely, I didn't care what this thing meant. Mm Mm-hmm. Wear green at school, and if you don't, you get pinched. Pinch, yeah. That's it. That's basically my yeah. grown upville version of that was people go, I don't really know what this is, but let's go get drunk. I mean, that was mm. the same. And then, oh, in sp- and, and you're supposed to wear green. Fair enough. And then instead yeah. of the pinching, you're probably going for a kiss or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But, but, uh, St. Patrick's Day is one of those really strange American holidays that kind of is there's so many of them that are all kind of in the same category, which is. America has dumbed it down to, mm. I don't really know what it is, so let's drink. Mm. Cinco de Mayo, something about Mexican independence, let's drink. Fourth of July, something about independence, let's drink. Thanksgiving, something, let's drink. Mm. Christmas, something, let's drink. New Year, mm. something, let's drink. Valentine's Day, let's chocolate and sex. But probably, I don't know, wine or something. But you know what I mean? I think America yeah. has a serious drinking problem, or at least drinking-focused problem. Mm. And so, like, uh, St. Patrick's Day wasn't originally like that. Mm-hmm. I know that Irish have, like, a stereotype for drinking, but I don't think the holiday was right was focused on that. Yeah. So I looked a few things up. But I don't know the things. I just like Google it. Uh, let's hear it. Uh, okay. The first St. Patrick's Day celebration was in the United States. Was it? It was in Boston in 1737. So it's an Irish holiday. But it's like started in America, so Irish American. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm certainly going to say something wrong. That's okay. People can email me if they want to, and I'll just delete it. We'll cancel you. Yeah, but Fire like up. I don't even know. Like I googled stuff. If I'm wrong, it's because I googled it. You know how Google works. Mm-hmm. Check this out. The color of St. Patrick's Day was originally blue. I bought. Was blue. It? I read it earlier, so I brought a blue bubbly and a green bubbly. Blue. Wearing green has become a staple of St. Patrick's Day, but the holiday was originally associated with the color blue. I wish I knew why. It's thought that the shift to green happened because of Ireland's nickname, the Emerald Isle, the green and the Irish flag, mm. and the shamrock or clover, green ribbons and shamrocks were worn as early as the 17th century. I wish I knew why blue was the original thing, but mm. uh, it's like, isn't that crazy? The branding yeah. of this thing has evolved. It was blue, it wasn't green. Okay, beer is the most widely consumed beverage. That's an obvious one. Mm-hmm. 1962 marked the first time Chicago dyed their river green for St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. You know the the beer that would be the most popular drink on that day? Guinness, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is actually, when it comes to beers, a very healthy beer. You know, when it comes to beer, yeah, you're right. You know, Sarah was advised when... By her Irish doctor to drink a bunch of beer? Well, not <laughs> Irish, but Scottish. Okay, okay. Was It was encouraged for, you know, when breastfeeding, having, you know, obviously not... Overdoing it. Overdoing it, but 
a Guinness a day mm. was evidently beneficial for breastfeeding. Yeah. So, there you Shamrock have it. shakes. Should we talk about Shamrock shakes? <laughs> McDonald's. Is that McDonald's? I think that's McDonald's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. You might already know this, and people listening might this might be obvious to a lot of people, but St. Patrick was not Irish. Mm-hmm. You know this? Yeah. Who would have been what Roman? British. British. Okay. To aristocrat, aristocratic Christian family. Oh, your odds of finding a four-leaf clover are one in ten thousand. That's an interesting little factoid. Really, one in ten thousand. I used to find them all the time. I don't know if you found them all the time, man. I did. No, I did. Don't take that away from me. <laughs> I remember. I remember finding some and making them into four leaves. No, no, these these were legitimate. Man, you you must have been in a four-leaf clover field. <laughs> You grew up in a with a silver spoon, <laughs> not a silver spoon in your mouth. A you were born in a four leaf clover field. I mean, not when I say all the time, like you know, like when you we would some. go look for them in the fields at school. It was not uncommon to find one. Yeah, every time, you know. The world's shortest St. Patrick's Day parade is held in an Irish village. It lasts only one hundred yards between the village's two pubs. Mm. That's the most legitimate St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. parade in the world. Let me ask you this. All right. Well, no, no, no. You go ahead. You finish. No, your... no. You go because I got plenty. Well, okay. Irish film. Have you seen Banshees of Inisherin? No, it's on my saved list though. Oh man, really fan. Uh, well, we'll we'll come back to that. Maybe we'll Good, do though? an episode on. Oh man, yeah. Two amazing it's, actors. Um, yeah, it, it's it it's feels sad. yeah. I've, that's why I think I've been yeah. delaying it. I've been getting ready um, for my comedy thing, and I'm like, yeah, but it's but it's also no sad movies right now. Really fantastical. Like it, hmm. it's not. It's not a you know there there are no there are no dragons. There's no right. Not fantasy in elves that way. or whatever you know. But it feels well, dude. So does Irish culture. Irish yeah. culture is it's got that. Mm-hmm. It, Irish in Irish in Ireland, there's like little hills that still mm-hmm. aren't messed with on on a farm, right? Because there might be a fairy that lives right. in there, it, and you it don't mess with it just feels in case. Very fantastical and just it's quirky. It's I don't know. There, there's something about it. You know, <clears throat> I wouldn't say like there completely different but um you know like garden state did you Mm -hmm. ever so so you saw garden state for me one of the best soundtracks ever ever yeah to me so again like i didn't grow up watching indie films and so like i'm I'm not to say like you know it's some sort of masterpiece but it was the first film of its kind that i that i'd ever seen right yeah and like it hit me in a way that was just like that was unusual, you know, like yes. that, and it just stuck with same. Me, you know what I mean? It it the word I sometimes use is like when a movie lingers, yeah, with me, yeah. I I can't f- stop. I can't forget about it. Right, it, it like haunts me. Yeah, Banshees of Inisherin is like that. 
Okay. Right. So it's not quirky in the same way. Sure. It's quirky, yeah. but it's not like a comedy or it's not a whatever, but it just, you know, it just sticks with you in like in that okay. kind of way, you know. I, I, yeah, it was fantastic. Anyhow, sorry. Uh, we're talking about Ireland and love it. I can't yeah. wait to see it. Yeah. All right. St. Saint Patrick mm-hmm. never got canonized by a pope making his mm. saintly status somewhat questionable. Mm. So already, what color is St. Patrick's Day? Green? Yeah, but originally it was blue. Also, St. Patrick, not a arguably saint. not a saint. Mm. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Although we could if we wanted, no offense to our Catholic friends mm-hmm. or our Irish friends, but like the whole thing about it has to be a pope kind of deal to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, when everybody in the world or all these people are calling him that, can't we just let it stick? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so, right? Let's let it stick. Um, but he wasn't Irish, so he was British, but then um, some people think he got like abducted. <laughs> okay, lesser known St. Patrick facts. Uh, he was abducted at the age of 16 and brought to Northern Ireland as a slave. Mm. He was forced to tend the sheep for six years in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Don't know if it's true, but, you know, related to him, I think the holiday has something to do with him bringing Christianity to Ireland. Right. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't Irish, but he went to Ireland. Mm-hmm. But he's from, but he came as a slave. Really, mm-hmm. If that's true, really makes you start to think, of like, I think of a lot of things. I think of okay, slavery's bad, first of all. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe like when a slave is brought over somewhere, mm-hmm. even if it's horrible that they're brought over, maybe they are the ones that are bringing something beautiful to the place that they're going. Mm-hmm. Really makes you think about the United States of America. Oh, sure. Oh. Of like, instead of that really horrible colonizing thing, racist thing I've heard of like, oh, well, then when the African Americans came, then at least they were introduced to Christianity. And it's like, by their enslavers, you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how about what if we flipped it around and went like, as horrible as slavery is, how much of a beautiful message is brought by the people? From Africa mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. this place in enslavement. Mm. Anyway. Sort of a reinterpretation of Yeah. Yeah. So mm. he died in 461, way earlier than I would have guessed. Yeah. I thought he would have at least died in the <laughs> 470s. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't I even realize, know when he... I didn't realize yeah. that Christianity had spread beyond the Near East by that point. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was already... In 300 was already the... Um, mm. When um, Constantine declared Rome yeah. to be Christian, yeah. Um. Anyway. Mm. All right. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. His name wasn't Patrick. Padre. Uh. No. M A E W N W Y N. Whoops, that was not where I was going. And then this. last name S U C C A T. Nope. I just think it's fascinating. So apparently it's a name he picked up along the way at some point, like you do. Like you do. You just pick up other names. But I mean, if you're traveling and enslaved, maybe you do pick up other names. Mm. But anyway, his name wasn't Patrick. 
Patrick. He wasn't a saint. So we're left with day. <laughs> saint, nope. Patrick, nope. Green, nope. I mean, it is. But it was blue. Mm. His name was Patrick, but before that, it was something else. Mm. I'm fascinated by this. That's fascinating. How yeah. did this stick as a, as, as a holiday? I'm especially in awe that it stuck because there was so much... Um, I'm not sure if the ra- the word is racism mm-hmm. or if it is related to the religious uh, bigotry, mm-hmm. but Irish were not welcome in this country right. very well for a long time. Yeah, and in part, I think it has to do with their Catholicism. Mm-hmm. I, I think there must be more to it than that too that sure. I just don't understand. But uh, how did how did a holiday associated with a people group that were not treated well when they first arrived. How did that become such a staple holiday <clears throat> here? Hmm. Started, in, I mean, Boston helped. They kind of had the hub on Irish settlement there. Yeah, but um, that's a good question. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so he escaped Ireland by boat. <clears throat> it said, uh, according to St. Patrick's Confession, a book that is said to have been written by him, God told Patrick to flee his captors and make his way to the coast where a boat would be waiting to take him back home. This mm-hmm. is like, these. this now sounds in this category of like legendary Mission, stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That let's just, maybe for the sake of learning, we don't have to worry about whether that's literally true. Mm-hmm. As much as we can say he left, mm-hmm. he probably did leave Ireland. Yeah, and then he and then it said a dream led him back to Ireland after escaping his captors in Ireland. Saint Patrick returned to Roman Britain. So you were you were kind of right, I think, to mm-hmm. escape to Roman Britain. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. was he was the Roman when that that's that part of history that I know so little about. Right, is when Rome. That Roman Empire and the British Empire, like when when one yeah. was the main, <clears throat> yeah, uh, but I, they're kind of the same in a way. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it's said that one night he had a dream that the people of Ireland were calling him back to tell him a, to tell them about God. Mm. It seems like a, it seems like Muhammad, mm. Joseph Smith, Paul. Mm-hmm. They had these visions where God told them Moses, mm-hmm. um, Abraham. You know, this seems this seems like the Irish version of that. Mm. That's interesting to hear it sort of spoken in context. Yeah, not not like he mm-hmm. he didn't claim that he was a Messiah, but he mm-hmm. was claiming that God was telling him to go to a place that's very yeah. Moses-y. Yeah, and a lot you know other. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're still talking about him. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Jesus was two thousand years ago. Muhammad was five hundred years after that. So Saint Patrick wasn't that off from Muhammad Around times, time, yeah. but not considered a prophet. Mm-hmm. Considered a saint, and those aren't the same mm-hmm. things within this. Right. You know. But man, for a dude, like I wonder how he would feel. About people like so, what do you guys do? It's like, oh, we just go drink. <laughs> By the river's green. Yeah. 
That's weird. But it wasn't okay. March seventeenth. I didn't know this either. It's held on March seventeenth because that's it's said to be the day that he died. Mm. I laugh because that's a weird decision. Yeah. Like um, it just seems weird to celebrate someone based on their death day. Mm-hmm. Are there any other people that we do that with? You could argue Jesus because of um, Easter. Easter, but that's his resurrection day. There's Good Friday, which would be his death day, or right. or Monday, Thursday, or Passover would be a, a Judeo-Christian way of describing his death day. Mm-hmm. He died on Passover. Right. They ended up calling it Good Friday later in the Christian tradition. Yeah, because you don't really... Martin Luther King Day is not April 4th. No, it's his birthday. Mm-hmm. Is Martin Luther King Day. Um, maybe there are others. Actually, I think that there might be some... Um, in Islam, there, there, yeah, there may be. There is, there is a holiday based on a significant day about Muhammad, but I don't remember mm-hmm. if it was his birthday or, or his mm. death day. Um, yeah, this is just fascinating to me that we that it like stuck. Yeah, and I wonder. Sometimes I think of America as just so. It's just like this. It's a melting pot, but it, but with its national holidays. Be, has become, and I think it's changing and for the good, but it kind of mm-hmm. has become or became a holiday with like extraordinarily uh, neutered understanding. Yeah. yeah. You know, St. Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day. And it's like nobody, like all, all it is now is Janu- on starting on J- January 2nd, there's going to be Valentine's Day candy and mm-hmm. stuff everywhere. Right. Right before Valentine's Day hits, you're going to already get St. Patrick's Day crap everywhere. Mm-hmm. Somehow Groundhog Day didn't really get it. It's not big enough. What is the... Okay. I don't mean to shift gears. <laughs> but Groundhog's Day. Groundhog Day. Yeah. What is the history of that? You want to talk about that? Because that was one of them we were going to do the episode I know we were going to do an episode. (laughs) Maybe we are beyond. But I'm just curious because obviously, you know, I'm familiar with it. But, like, how did we, like, yeah. (laughs) I'm cool with staying longer and doing one. Such an odd, hot, yeah, holiday. It's so weird. Yeah. Let's let's do a few more right. Patrick's ones and then we'll transition okay. to Groundhog. Okay. Um the largest parade in the world. Savannah? Think about that. One of the few St. Patrick's facts uh that I, I found to be really intriguing. Like not even like in the quirky category, just like really wow. Um largest St. Patrick's parade in the world takes place in New York City. Oh, is it New York? Okay. Attracts Two million people a year. Oh my goodness! Listen to this. I mean, this is like if you're describing someone. They're a saint, and they did this, and they left this miraculous mm-hmm. story, and then they had a dream, and they came back, and then there's a holiday named after him, and a parade with two. This is a. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a big guy, and then we don't know. It's like his name wasn't Patrick. He's not a saint. We just picked a color, <laughs> dude. I'm like kind of. <laughs> Kind of in all. All right, 13 million pints of Guinness are sipped on 
St. Patrick's Day. I don't I've know. I tried to find a Guinness, that. but yeah, they were sold out. Yeah, well, I I couldn't find one. Uh huh. That's well, kind of similar to what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I didn't look. I was trying to find a single. Yeah, yeah. Um, you ever done those cans that have those little uh, a little air balls? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> They're great. Mm. Oh, St. Patrick's Day switched over from a strictly holy day for Catholics to an official Irish public holiday in 1903. Mm. So they were after, like America started it. Mm -hmm. Ireland ended up adopting it a long time later, Mm. 100 something, 170 years later. Dude, what? Well, but it was a a strictly holy day for Catholics. And then somebody was like, you know, what we could do is just drink, and it changed the whole holiday. <laughs> I, this is this is relevant of why they would, might have said why why someone might have said, what if we drank? And mm-hmm. al- although it it falls be- within the period of Lent, right? A time, yeah. but it, it's a time when the Catholic Church prohibits eating meat. Mm. The ban is lifted only for that day. So my theory on this is as follows. Catholics are the are more likely to be the tradition that observes Lent or, mm. or you know, um, sure. Lutheran Episcopal, um, which I guess some people call Catholic light or something, you know. Yeah. But so you got Fat Tuesday where you like do all the stuff and get it out of your system. And then on Ash Wednesday, you you uh, fast in some way. And some people pick chocolate or some people pick alcohol or something, mm-hmm. don't eat as much or or some people just do whatever their church kind of instructs them or guides them. Well, then, you know, Ash Wednesday settles in. Now you're settled in a couple few mm-hmm. weeks, and somebody goes, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. And someone went, we could just press pause on the Lent thing. Maybe that's mm-hmm. where it started. Mm-hmm. It's like, it is. we're Irish after all, and right. this is our guy. So they're like... Yes, yeah, so we're just going to church and going to mass, and we're praying and we're fasting and we're not eating this and we're not drinking this, and then they and then they go, should we drink? And someone goes, we should dye the fucking river green, <laughs> just just go crazy, just, just go all out. <laughs> yeah, and they're like Saint Patrick, yay! But I think it might be a little bit like Christmas, where it's like, remember the original dude that we used to talk about on this day. We yeah. don't talk about him as much anymore. Not as much. <laughs> it's all about the experience, man. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Mm-hmm. It is. All right. We don't I'm have to, to get into anything else. Groundhog. But I, I am very curious about yeah. why that ever became a holiday. What's your lucky day, my friend? Because I pulled it up. It's weird. Yeah. First official Groundhog Day celebration took place on February 2nd, 1887 okay. in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. So that's mm-hmm. the town from the movie. The annual ritual has roots from German immigrants. <clears throat> the first Groundhog Day celebration in Punxsutawney was the brainchild of the local newspaper editor who sold a group of businessmen and Groundhog hunters, collectively known 
as the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club mm-hmm. on the idea. It's marketing. Yeah. It derives from the Pennsylvania Dutch superstition. So it was a superstition already. It wasn't a day. Mm-hmm. The Pennsylvania Dutch superstition that if a groundhog emerges from its burrow on this day and sees its shadow due to clear weather, it will retreat to its den and winter will go on for six more weeks. If it does not see its shadow because of cloudiness, spring will arrive early. So it's a little bit backwards right, from what right. you might normally yeah. think, you know. Um, and it was called Candlemas. Huh. It, so February 2nd isn't just a random date. Mm-hmm. It's the halfway day between when, of winter and spring. I was going to say, that's the, uh, there's a name for it. Um, in bulk. I don't know, Sarah, she's, she's the one who's more yeah. tuned to the astronomical mm-hmm. seasons. But, like, there's there's a name for, like, the midwinter. Yeah. You know, yeah. But then, it's, so in the, the German, the Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah. Have the, have this <clears throat> superstition, really. Right. Uh, and uh, oh, and I say superstition Saint, because. St. Uh, Bridget's Day. Oh, is it? St. Th- Bridget's Day. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I think this is in here. Mm-hmm. I think that was in here. Um, Cross quarter day is another name for it. Mm-hmm. Falls between winter solstice and spring equinox, mm-hmm. making it the ideal time to consider whether or not spring will arrive early. Right. Which I find fascinating because well, spring doesn't arrive early, ever. It arrives right. on the spring equinox. Right. But I think it's like humans like to talk about something else, too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, sometimes we like to talk in terms of, I know that we're in this season, but it mm-hmm. feels like we're in a different season. Right. Or yeah. I know we're in this season, but I wish we weren't in that season. Mm. Or I'm looking forward to, there's a lot of like, I'm looking forward to the next season, or I remember how great the last season is. Yeah. And even though... Over the years, my time in Boone, I have settled in more to be being one with winter. It's still, I still around this time of year, I'm like, but we're done now, right? Yeah. I'm I'm ready for spring this time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm over it by now. And it's yeah. about to it's about to be spring. Yeah. It might may or may not feel like that, but it will be that. Mm-hmm. But I think it derives from that same thing. Like these yeah, people were that, like, "Yeah, is it gonna get warmer soon?" Mm-hmm. You know. No, that makes sense. Why they would have a tradition that sort of speculates on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Traditional celebrations once involved eating the groundhog, and that's we brought in the hunters. Mm-hmm. Business idea. Yeah. Eat some groundhog. I mean, just Passover was you're eating lamb too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like this. Statistically speaking, groundhogs aren't particularly good meteorologists. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, <laughs> to hear Punxsutawney Phil's handlers tell it, he has pristine weather prediction that reflects 100% accuracy. In reality, his track record isn't really all that great. According to Storm Facts, Phil has d- delivered a correct forecast approximately 39% of the time. <laughs> uh-huh. 
since he tried his hand in meteorology in 1887. <laughs> that's and then that's. That's less than half. That's less than um, what do you call it? Fifty-fifty chance of just guessing. Guessing, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the Punxsutawney Phil. There are other yeah. groundhogs around the country that they do right. it. Um, those are only thirty-seven percent accurate, and that currently the most accurate groundhog <clears throat> um, lives in California. It has a fifty percent. Yeah, because it's California. He's like, um, sunny, right. They're going to rain? He goes, probably not. And they're like, hey, this guy's great. <laughs> 50% accurate. They're like, hey, uh, what's going to happen? He's like, 75. <laughs> 81 on a summer day, 74 yeah. on a... Oh, gosh. Which really, I thought, would lead to a, a quick acknowledgement of woolly worms or woolly bears. You know, I was hoping that there would be... yeah. Some sort of acknowledgement. Yeah, it's the same kind yeah. of conversation. Yeah. Uh, Although they were full of shit this last year. They're not accurate either. No. I mean, no, we were supposed know. to have lots of snow days, according to the woolly worms. Mm-hmm. It did not happen. Yeah. 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 They're not. They're not the best. No. Um, but you know we have the woolly worm festival, even though they're called woolly bears. Woolly Worm Festival. Mm-hmm. There's a festival in Ohio, Vermilion, Ohio. Okay. They they have the Woolly Bear Festival, and it has more mm-hmm. than 100,000 people. Oh, wow. Wow. But for those that are listening that don't know, the Woolly Worm or the Woolly Bear, there's this correlation between their orange and, and black stripes yeah. that would be kind of a an indication of <clears throat> what ha- like how many like, snow days we'd have and how harsh and how long it would be. Yeah. The obvious discrepancy that even a basic child would understand is if you pick up ten woolly worms, they're all different. They are all different. What the heck kind of idea is this? Well, you know, which is why I think they have not just that, but they have the uh whole um was it cloudy days in August where you put like a bean? Yeah, the fog. I've the heard fog. of the foggy That's days. That's what it is, foggy days, yeah. And evidently... That seems like it could have a little bit more validity to it than a stripe of a worm that there right. are millions of them yeah, with different fair stripes. enough. Unless you see tendencies. But... And they know. But humans the, like but to those, believe. But those, uh, those beans were way off, man. We had one snow day. Humans one. like to believe that animals know what the weather's going to be. Yeah. Or that they're in tune with nature more than we are, mm-hmm. including the future. Yeah. And there's some truth to it in terms of like in the immediate future, when weird stuff's going on, animals figure out stuff out fast. Yeah. Follow I don't the know birds, if they, follow the rats. Yeah, but I don't know if they know what next winter's going to be like. No. But I have heard that woolly worms, if there is any correlation, mm-hmm. that their color is, is, is a reflection of the previous winter, more so than oh, predicting the following. So I'd be curious then to see what they look like this following year, because we, Bright we, orange had, one, we had one snow day. One. And to call it sleddable is only technically true. Technically. Yeah, I mean... It, like it we, wasn't solid sledding. No, mm-mm. Yeah, we, you know, I took our boys out to the the golf, the driving range. Um, I guess, I guess that was Monday. Yeah. Okay. 
Monday or Tuesday, and <clears throat> it was, I mean, it was fine. They had a good time, but mm-hmm. but yeah, it was nothing like. Our girls went outside, sledded in our backyard, played yeah. with a couple kids in the neighborhood, came in, and it was like grass underneath where they had just ran. Right. Not a true boon. No. no. <clears throat> Texas started its own tradition in 2010 mm-hmm. and used its state animal, the armadillo, mm-hmm. state mammal, to predict the weather for Armadillo Day. The armadillo named Bee Cave Bob <laughs> makes his prediction, weather prediction at Bee the Cave. west pole of Bee Cave, Texas. I'm going to venture a guess to say he's probably not super accurate either. BK Bob. I mean, with a name like BK Bob. He might be right. He might be right. Unlike a DJ from like an old radio station. Hey, you're joining me. It's BK Bob. <laughs> I don't know. I know, right? Like a cheesy name. <laughs> the rest I just had from the movie, but the Groundhog Day movie. One of these days, I've, I've got to re rewatch Groundhog Day, and we'll do that, do a proper episode yeah because i've watched it many 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 times I've, and it's I've like it like once in my head you know yeah um lots of do you do um uh, a thing where kimberly and i call it movie trivia but it's not trivia uh-huh where you just say a quote well, from yeah. a movie just to see if the other person oh, knows all the time Do you refer to that as a thing is there oh. a name for it um i don't know that we call it anything but uh we do this all the time yeah one of my favorites is more often than not, um, our quotes come from uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Wow! And 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 they're often like the most random quotes. So, for example, yeah. All right. That's the quote. And you just have to know what part that's from. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's in, in uh, prison. Loxley's uh, Robin of Loxley's father. Okay. Right. Um, when his servant comes in and says, my son, they've killed my son. He right. comes out. Right. And and there's like the, the whole semicircle of people in the white masks. Right. And the sheriff of Nottingham takes his mask off. He's like, join us. Yeah. You know, and he goes, you. Nice. Like, you know, it's like literally one. like all, you know, so, so we'll be like, name the quote, you, Robin right. Prince of Thieves, you know, I mean, obviously we've done it several and times. And some so of them, if you that. know them, if you, if you know for sure that the other person knows it, you don't mm-hmm. say, hey, guess what this is from, you just right, say right. it to be amusing. Right, right. And sometimes you're like, I wonder if they remember Well, this. you get this, yeah. <clears throat> Tough thing too would be if you've watched different movies. Oh, yeah. Because Kimberly and I, most of the time, we're watching movies together. Mm -hmm. But I watched a tremendous amount of movies as a child that Mm -hmm. she didn't. Mm -hmm. A tremendous amount. I'm an only child that had my TV and HBO. Right. And that's what I was watching. And she mm-hmm. didn't grow up with that experience. So the, I just mentioned movies, and she's like, oh, I've never even heard of that. you know. <laughs> and, um, but then she yeah. was watching some some old stuff that I wasn't privy to just because right. her family had. Yeah. But now sometimes we'll just we'll watch separate things. Mm-hmm. you know. But if it's a good enough movie and one of us watches it, we'll say to the other one, like, I really oh, yeah. think you yeah. would like this. You know? Yeah, we, we definitely still still do that. But yeah, there's, there is definitely... We call it movie trivia. Like, we'll say... 
movie trivia. And that means the next thing you're about to say is the quote. Uh-huh. So it's like movie quote, you know, yeah. movie trivia quote. And then yeah, I like that. <laughs> if I pull out one from like 1985 that only like that I would have watched and she mm-hmm. didn't, she's like, because they're all weird. Do you, have, do you have a particular movie that you quote the most? Man. Like, is there one movie that you just It's hard to say one. To it's hard to say okay. one. Okay. But it, but if I it w- were to be allowed to just rattle off a few. Okay. <laughs> the well, Matrix. Okay. The Matrix, there's a lot. And I think it might be because we watched it in the theater when it came out, when uh-huh. we were dating or like engaged in college. Yeah. And we were like... What just happened? Because uh-huh. if you watch The Matrix... So, so with, you guys quote that. So we, you quote We it. quote the movie to each other a lot. Okay, okay. And I've seen it a lot, a lot, a lot, yeah, a lot. Yeah. You know? Boys in the Hood. Boys I quote the, Boys in the Hood okay, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll quote... I'll quote... Juice <laughs> with Tupac. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm, Dude, you grew up... Like, I, you're, from, you're a white dude from Florida, but you've got... It's weird. You've got some uh, roots and and some I, other I don't know if you know this, but okay. I was born in Los Angeles. That's a part of my story that not I don't too many people have yeah. heard. Yeah, and one of the things that I'm working on is uh, it like work inner work. Yeah, getting ready for the comedy show. I just know that what I really want to do is to show. There's like two parts of myself. That I would be that I'm he- that I'm hesitant to bring. Mm-hmm. So I've been like kind of holding back when I've been thinking about wanting to do comedy because mm-hmm. I. Um, well, anyway, I could say a lot of things about that, but one of them is spiritual stuff. Sure, I didn't think I wanted to do that. Yeah, because I didn't want to be like the nerdy like he's a pastor, and some people are like, oh, you could tell jokes about you know like Noah's Ark and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I yeah. can't be that. But I realize I still like talking about spiritual stuff. Sure. So I have two teachings that are like just five minutes each that are maybe kind of similar to the mulberry tree in mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not associated with any religion. They're mm-hmm. just sort of a spiritual thought. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing them at the show. Yeah. And I'm and I'm gonna try. It. And then the other part of it is hip hop. Mm. It's a part of me that I've been holding back because I felt like almost like I shouldn't as a generic white dude that I shouldn't say like I was raised by hip hop mm. culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least yeah. at least what the radio and the television sure. taught, taught me. And yeah. then when I got into like middle school and high school, being a part of actual culture with humans where I'm experiencing yeah. these things and learning... Yeah. And it just always felt weird to talk about. Is that because you feel? Do you feel it's it's weird because you're white? Or? Yeah, like like what? Am I trying to prove something to someone? Am I trying to be somebody? I'm not. Um, you know, like yeah. am I? Is that is that a vanilla ice kind of thing to do? I mean, you is, know, is villain is is he considered? Not he's it's I mean he's fine I'm sure some people think he's cool but I but I mean yeah. like musically uh-huh. it, he some people very falsely compare him to Eminem mm-hmm. Eminem 
completely grew up within that culture right. and was influenced by it, and then became arguably the very best at it. Right, right. Vanilla Ice did not. Right, right. As far as I know, he certainly did not become the best at it. Right. Uh, my point is, when a white guy talks about being influenced by hip-hop culture, listening to those voices your whole life, there's it's like, what are you trying to prove, man? There's definitely, I feel like, yeah, some some... I don't know if barrier is, is the best word, but yeah. Because like, how could I say that barriers. I understand? Yeah. I can't understand. Yeah. And so part of it, what I, what I realized was I can't understand, but I sure can listen. Yeah. And I have been listening my whole life. Spike mm-hmm. Lee mm-hmm. basically he- helped raise me. Mm-hmm. Like I was a formative child thinking about what the world is like and black artists were the ones that told me. Mm-hmm. And so I learned about the history of America through black people's voices. Mm-hmm. And I realized if there's any part of me that's trying to prove something or whatever, screw it. It's the truth. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk, but I'm not like, but I'm trying to make it kind of funny too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm like, so there's the spiritual part. And the hip-hop part that I was like, well, that doesn't really belong in comedy. I should just go tell jokes. And then I mm. went, no, I'm going to I'm gonna do it. 